The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. I am Roscoe Tim Toscobble, a half-elf rogue, and I miss Grace terribly uh, when I have time to miss her between hiding and stabbing. This is Sir Colvick Darkseed, half-orc cleric, and I'm really wondering, whatever happened to Hot Carl? Melvin Hardmeat, High Elf, Wizard, son of Philip Demetri, son of Gillisir, Master <laughs> of the Free Company, Defender! Of his enormous manhood, a shining example of chivalry and champagne. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. And a tiger. Begrudgingly taking this money and spending it. Spending his dirty, dirty spending money. Spending this dirty, dirty money of dirtiness. Your new little companion? Yeah, I had a, I had a, a lackey coming with me now. Is he a coward or just a pacifist? I have entirely disposable animal companions. I'll use one right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just on the streets of Periprio having walked out of the magic shop and you're just going to throw and... a fuzzball on the ground? Poof, jackal. My jackal, which I'm calling One Day Steve. What we're trying to do is we're yeah we're debating murdering Habonius. Yeah, no, we're not. Habonius Vern, the gong farmer, as a traveling worker. But he was also a poet. A raconteurd. He who writes upon these walls rolls his shit into little balls. He who reads these words of wit eats those little balls of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Long live Viget. Here I sit all brokenhearted, paid to shit, but only farted. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with this website? So I just looked up, oh, also it's family friend poems for what the fuck ever reason. I went to this website and it's about, it's a thing of limericks. And they show you the first four lines of a limerick and then you have to click on a link to read the fifth line. Go fuck yourself, website. What, uh, what's the name of this bar we're in? The Last Stop. Last stop makes a dollar. I make a dime. That's why I shit on company time. (laughs) (laughs) I want to share that with my boss. It works so bad. And I'm... Because I think about it every time I shit on company time. Uh Like, giggity. But I don't. Because that's not a weird... It's just not a thing you want to tell your boss. No. Also, there are some really bad limericks on the internet. Like racist? No, like, this is the most boring limerick. So that I found this this new site that has 75 of the funniest limerick poems you'll ever read. Check out number one. Check out number fucking one. This is what they opened the list with. A fellow jumped off a high wall. He had a most terrible fall. He went back to bed with a bump on his head. That's why you don't jump off a wall. No. Right? You can't do that. What the fuck? It's fucked up. That person's brought shame upon his family. 
There's so many. Oh, God, these are all. They all rhyme wall with wall with wall. Oh, well, there's a fall in there, wasn't there? I mean, all right, so this one is. There was a young lady named Perkins who just simply lived on gherkins. In spite of advice, she ate so much spice that she ruined her internal workings. What's a gherkin? Some kind of pickle, I think. It is. Yeah. You know what it is. I thought it was merkin. American? Uh, American, American is an entirely lady American. different. American, <laughs> American drink. I used to have a bunch of limericks memorized, and almost all of them are gone from my head now. Oh, you get seven years of stand-up comedy. Joke's coming three. There was a young man of Kildare who was fucking a girl on the stair. The banister broke, but he doubled his stroke and finished her off in midair. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> I love that one. It's one of my favorites. Mm. Uh, my favorite one of all time, though, is... Do you think anybody's ever fucked skydiving or something? Yes. Yes. 100% someone's done that. Mm-hmm. Maybe even injured themselves. Uh, that'd, be a, that'd be a rush. Anybody ever done it? Skydive? You have, Sam? Twice. How long do you fall? Free fall? Not that, I mean... Long enough to fuck? No. I mean, but then again, you're tanned, <clears> and so somebody would be behind you. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, you could start before you jumped out of the plane. You could. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be the only way to properly do that. You do a halo jump? I don't think you would. You would have to, you like... have your privates out. I don't think you could. They'd freeze off, probably. It'd be so windy. <laughs> I think that'd be the way to do it, like, kind of like, because how you do it, either you're sitting or you're, like, grabbing the edge of the plane and you would start out, and then afterwards you kind of go out and keep on going. I feel like it'd be hard to stay together. But yeah. that's... Because you're essentially weightless and you're smashing into each other, you'd think. I mean, you'd have to really grab on. And mm-hmm. Doing a tandem jump naked might be the way to do it. You'd have to. That'd be... I think that'd probably the only way to do it, because that'd be way to break off. Nah. Why would? Why do you have to be naked? Why can't you just have, like, you know, flaps? Like cr- crotch chaps? chaps? Yeah, basically. There once was a young man of Natal who was fucking a hot and tot gal. Said she, you're a sluggard. Said he, you be buggered. I like to fuck slow, and I shall. That's my favorite one of all. Is hot and tot a place? <laughs> no, hot and tot is like a... Like a okay. I pictured it as yep. like a flapper girl. And thus, Habonius Vern leaves the party, off to carve, perhaps crass poetry on the walls of bathroom stalls, while working as a gong farmer. And I feel like, you know, really, ultimately, that would have to be sort of a migrant worker job. I mean, how long does it take to fill up a outhouse? Like, it's not like that would be like a daily job. No. Unless somebody was really lazy and dug a real shallow hole. And there you go. You have done a great deed, Sir Kolvik. You have unleashed what will I am certain become the legendary poet, Habonius Verne, known for centuries, perhaps, to come. Oh, good. Oh, good. Wonderful. Onward. Are you happy now? Very. Okay. So, now what? Well, whoop whoop. I think uh, at this point, we've stalled long enough. Exute shows up. She's like, get in the fucking bus and snaps her fingers and teleports you all back to the magical realm of Yasya. As you appear 
All of our fan favorites appear. I don't actually remember. God, I'm just losing so many details. Was Perkins here? Perkins no, is Perkins is not in Perkins bad. Nope. We have uh, my mom and dad. Yeah. They're there. I, th- I feel like they're Races. leading a great life. They, their, their skin looks great. Oh, good. They're, you know, like, you start getting a little older and your skin kind of, you know, it's, it's, it gets harder to maintain, especially in a world without a lot of beauty products. It kind of reminds me of, like, in Lord of the Rings when they finally see, um, not Bilbo, the original Hobbit. Yeah, Bilbo. When, like, after he lost the ring, he just got all kind of, like, white and wrinkly. Mm-hmm. And that's probably them. Now they're just, like, We've seen our God now, so we're just going to grow old, and here we are. Letting it all hang out. Letting it all hang out. You have a delightful time catching up with them, and, you know, they're they're doing ultimately as well as you could expect. I mean, there's not a single hobo in this entire area. You're not getting spare changed anywhere that you go. I feel like the toilets would all clean themselves. I think Grace is here as well, isn't she? Oh, Grace is here, and Grace comes bounding out to give a big hug to to Roscoe, and I feel like eventually Melvin and Kolvik would get their hugs too, but she's definitely most excited to see Roscoe. She's got uh, she's got that deer-handled uh, dagger, deer antler hand. Why can't mm-hmm. I fucking talk at all tonight? Um, she's got that dagger that you gave to her for her birthday all that time ago and she's like hey check this out I got these new tricks and she's like spinning them around her hands and stuff like that and twirling and flicking and she you know she maybe drops it once or twice but she picks it back up right away and you can see her kind of like internally chastising herself but not letting it show too much or at least trying not to she accidentally stabbed Roscoe (laughs) oh Oh, sorry Roscoe laughs a bit It'll get there. Have you guys... Sorry, man. It's fucking just Tangent Central. Have you guys seen the uh, preview for the movie Jojo Rabbit yet? No. Mm. Oh, my fucking Christ. It looks like it's going to be the funniest thing in the world. It's Taika, Taika Watiti. Is that how you say his name? Yes. Um, it's him, and he fucking plays Hitler in the movie. That's right. He which is an imaginary friend, friend to this little boy who is in the Hitler Youth. And the movie itself looks like a zany portrait of what it's like to be a kid during like Nazi Germany and the war and all this other stuff. It is. But so there's one scene where like this, these two little kids are like playing with daggers and stuff like that, you know, like preparing for war. And one of them throws it at a tree and it bounces off and sticks in this other kid's leg. (laughs) And and the first kid that threw the dagger is just like, Oh, Ooh, (laughs) it's just, it's, it's fucking priceless, man. I can't, I'm not doing it any justice. It looks like it's super funny. So there you are, greeted by loved ones, except for Melvin. I'm sorry, that was harsh. (laughs) My dog. You have your loved ones with you. You bring your dog everywhere, which we've clearly stated over and over again throughout the duration of the podcast that Snowflake is always, Snow, Snowball, Snow. Starfish. Starfish is always by your side. And, uh, you know, that, that's a bond that, uh, will never be broken. It's permanent. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, I feel like it, you know, maybe, maybe starfish and, uh, one day Steve, the jackal are like playing around. Maybe you're doing a little rough housing. I mean, they got like a, like a, a big bone or something that they're playing tug of war with while you guys are doing this stuff. 
I think that's everybody, right? We didn't bring anybody else. Nobody else got teleported up to this magical land. Is one of a deck here or our horses? I don't know where we left them. Yeah, they just kind of got abandoned somewhere along the way. Probably meet somewhere. Yeah. Glue. It was our first major purchase. Lenny the steak? No. <laughs> Lenny the poo. prime horse horses live a long time i feel like i feel like we can retcon easily we can retcon this to say that i like to think that there's like a hundred wild dick horses out there now based off of lenny the dick and now there's just a bunch of rogue horses just terrorizing the place fighting people that's (laughs) way better i was gonna say we can retcon it that they came to yasya but let's just say that they because, fuck, I can't even remember when you guys last even rode those horses. I feel like they just went free, and now they're out there running wild. Mm-hmm. They started their own pack. They did. Now people are fearful. The dick horses. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're like that uh, fucking video of those goats that just run around ramming people. <laughs> people, the, like, hear them clopping, and they shut their doors. No! Nobody even wants to try and, like, tame them. They're just such assholes. (laughs) I forgot about those videos. No, I don't watch them. Those are priceless. I was just watching one the other day. That just goat. We saw one not too long ago. Just that goat fucking knocking people off of motorcycles. and like. (laughs) I love how afraid people are of that. Just this one asshole goat. People are like running away. And they get all tough at first, and then the goat like doesn't take any shit. And then they start like running it's away oh. towards them a couple times. The people are. Well, because it's a fucking goat, man. They're like relentless wild animals, and we're soft, civilized pieces of shit. You ever see the video of uh, eagles throwing those goats off those mountains? Yes! They just swoop down, grab them, and the just like. Wildest fucking thing I've ever seen. And then they go down and gnaw on the corpse. What a way to die, right? So anyway, I'm talking to Linda. And whoa! <laughs> the goat just tumbling through the air like, the fuck's he going to do? <laughs> I don't even have hands. <laughs> I'm watching the goat videos. <laughs> the guy just missing a kick. <laughs> I saw one. I saw a video uh, just, was it today or yesterday? <laughs> of a fucking... There's a video of uh, of two falcons, like it's a night cam shot of two falcons or hawks or whatever sitting on a mountainside in their little perch. And then you see these two little dots kind of like coming up and all of a sudden a fucking owl grabs one of the hawks and just like takes it. And the other, the other fucking hawk is just sitting there like... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell just happened? All right. An owl took a hawk? Yeah. Assuming ate it. I don't know fucking how, but... Shouldn't have been standing there. (laughs) Shoop! Yoink. So, you guys have reconnected with your loved ones in that heartwarming scene that we just played out. That, I mean, that just, that really tugged at my heartstrings. Fucking sociopaths. I'm kidding. That wasn't that bad. Exude brings you over to the little sort of seating area that you guys have uh, have sat in several times. A little, a little outdoor furniture and this like beautifully, weirdly perfect weather under the pitch black nothingness of the sky that's above you. You take your comfortable seats around and asks what's next. That was weird. I don't know why I slipped into Squirrely Dan for a moment there. <laughs> and you ask what's next. 
She explains to you that she has two remaining tasks for you before the big fat ritual that we've been preparing for, well gosh, nearly two years. Uh, actually, it's more like three or four years in-game. It's hard to remember now. No, it's two years. She explains to you that there is a group of mages that are holding on to a small jade amulet. And they don't really know what it is. They understand that it's an artifact of great power, but they've held on to it for years. They've almost worshipped the damn thing, but they can't figure out what the heck it does. And it's because it actually has a very specific and special purpose. The point of this amulet is that you need to have this if you are approaching the island in between the two great continents where the ritual with the chalices is going to happen. You need to have this amulet with you to calm the raging storm that is going on all around the island so that you can get safe passage to land there. So that's going to be a pretty important thing to have for, well, for you guys trying to get to that island. Can you just beam us there? She cannot, in fact, exude, and the other gods cannot teleport to this island or, in fact, be on it at all. Why? No one knows. Why? Seems like a Chad situation all over again. Mm-hmm. Maybe some plot armor around this island? I'm not really sure. You are just... You've got a lot of one-note farts tonight. It's pretty intense. But, uh... A one-hit wonder. A B-flat? A beef-flat? <laughs> <laughs> She explains that this amulet must be on the uh, on the boat, and it creates a little calm in the storm so that you can get through onto the island. And uh, she'd like you guys to have this because the other thing that she needs you to get is another kid. There are weird and specific requirements around the ceremony that happens on this island, this ritual, rather. And a part of what happens is that there needs to be two kids right around uh, Grace's age, it just so happens, that bring the amulet to the pedestal that they sit on to get recharged, and one kid from each island is required to bring in these halves of the chalice be placed on the pedestal. So, since nobody really remembers this whole ritual or how to perform it or all the rest of it, seemingly except for the gods, Everybody on this continent seems to have forgotten about it. the fact that, you know, they got a date. They got a place they got to be in a couple weeks. And so uh, you get... i all this kid snatching going on. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, can, that can be weird, huh? Can Why? Can be weird. Why? What's your problem? With kid snatching? Yeah. I don't know. As uh, I would actually ask... I mean, I seems cool with it. She's going along with this whole thing. Yeah, in fact, uh, let's say that as you guys are talking, Haya comes over and joins you and, and sits down. And you're going to say, Haya, are you... Haya, so with this kid snatching, is that, I mean, is that up to our code? That seemed right? So Haya looks at you and she considers for a moment and she kind of gives you a little bit of a, a sly smile and she says, you know, Kolvik, I've been trying to reach you for your whole life. Like, really, really reach you. You've had this incorrect vision of me and what I am. And, and you know, what I mean and what I'm about. You've been lied to, Kolbik. You've been lied to all your life. You've seen me as the pure white driven snow, and, and I am that snow. But I'm also the splatter of blood across it after a kill. Uh, you've seen the innocence of children, but you've forgotten that children come from passion and fucking. 
You've bathed in the calm order of civilization, but uh, you've never really taken a look at the fact that civilization is brought about by violence and conquering. So many of the mortal races try so hard to forget about nature and chaos that they forget about the fact that these are the forces that forge the world into greatness. If we need a kid to make this happen, we need a kid to make this happen. Your goddess is turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> I sit and ponder. That changes my world. I'm rocked by her words, pretty much, and speechless. Would you say she rocked you like a hurricane? Well, here I am. Nice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dorks. <laughs> here I am. Da, da, da. I'm rocked like a hurricane. All right. Silent Colvick. and... Right now, almost subserving. Kolvik is rocked into silence. Melvin, Roscoe, you got anything to say about this? No, we'll do what we need to do. I mean, it's not great, but whatever. Well, what happens to these kids after the ritual is done? Probably not. I don't think there is an after the ritual is done. Not asking you. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you asking? The gods. Um, Exude is the one that steps up and answers the question, and she says, well... To be perfectly honest, we don't really know what happens to them during the ritual, but we know they come back from it. I guess if you borrow a kid or whatever you're going to do, you could always bring them back. Can we ask for volunteers? Well, yeah, we just need it to be a kid. It doesn't have to be involuntary. Cool. That's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say kid. <laughs> you were going to kidnap somebody? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, god. What the fuck's wrong with you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That'd be a weird requirement for, like, this world-nourishing ritual. Okay, so it's got to be a kid, but they can't want to do it. (laughs) Not saying kicking and screaming. They just can't want to do it. All right. Exude Exude goes on to tell you guys that the sunken city is going to be probably one of the best places for this. Because, for one, the kid does need to be of that continent. And beyond that, the city is full of orphans and urchins and all the rest of that shit. Cool. So if we need to steal some, we can find some without any parents. I don't care. That is one way you could interpret that phrase. Yes. Gotcha. Cool. Well, that sounds good to me. How are you guys? Sure. Still speechless. Kind of disappointed. Disappointed? Why are you disappointed? I have to think everything. uh, I thought I believed in everything. All my past achievements. Really my past expectations of where my life would lead, kind of in a whim, vanished. I mean, did I do everything I meant to do? Was it purposeful kind of thing? And so... Your whole life was a lie. Exactly. Yeah. And a waste. I want to say, I mean, (laughs) I'm here with you guys. Does that mean nothing? Are you talking to us? Are you talking to Melvin and Roscoe? Um, he's not talking to anybody. Talking he's talking to the void, really. He's mysteriously pondering life's lessons and mysteries. Yeah. But with my silence comes agreement to our plan. Gotta do what we gotta do. Right. You're just like staring down at your feet. Melvin prods you for an answer and you just mm-hmm. give like a I silent just, thumbs up. Silent thumbs up. Pull out Lardoon and just start petting the one thing that's only loved me back. The mm-hmm. pig. The pig. And then you start thinking, I'm hungry. Ain't no loving like a swine bit of loving. I'm not um, that at all. Well. Swimans are so forever. Are, are the only gods that are here are Exute and Hiaya? 
Those are the only ones visible to you right now, yes. Oh, what do you mean visible? I have a, don't forget, I have a robe of sea invisible and I can see through planes and all kinds of shit. I did not forget that you were the all-seeing eye that is now Melvin. Alright. I just, weird that there's only like, out of this really impactful event, we're only talking to like two gods out of, there's 12, right? There are a total of 12 and you talk to three. Boomu. Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about that dude. Season one. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait to find out what's going to happen to the gods next season. Ooh. I got big things planned already. Teaser. <laughs> Keep tuning in. Also, give us money. Uh, well, as uh, as with most decisions, we've come this far. To the second keep city. On it's already a two knuckler. You might as well go for three. What are we? What are we gonna there do? There's no third knuckle. Okay. <laughs> Not kidnap a kid or get a kid. Well, we have. Do we have time to make a kid? Oh. Like Can in, we clone a kid or something? Um, I don't think that that would work. Because <laughs> you're talking about like your snowman spell. Yeah, don't I have a clone spell? Can I clone somebody else? We could clone Grace. Just going to go ahead and say that's not going to work. I'm going to DM rule that down. Grace and Shadow Grace. <laughs> What's the fucking thing from Scott Pilgrim versus the World in that video game? Nega Scott. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know. That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie that. when it cuts to them walking out of the warehouse and they're like, yeah, we should hang out sometime. <laughs> uh, just trying to find this spell. It was simulacrum, right? Simulacrum. I spent a lot of time pronouncing that word. Simulacrum. Yeah, I can shape a duplicate of any beast or humanoid that is within range. Theoretically. But it's not the original. There's some magical properties going on here. It has to be someone born of that land. Oh, okay. You got me. <laughs> All right. Gotta go fight some mages. All right. Well, you find don't... them. Yeah, we have to go find some mages. I mean, it's up to you guys. I mean, it feels wasteful to get this far into so many levels and not use all your magical abilities and whatnot to stab and kill and maim, but there is also a rational talk and reason. It's, it's an option. Just like not abducting a child is one option. I mean, of many. Hey, um, Exude or hi, uh, have you guys heard any Chad news lately? Up next in chat news. <laughs> Anything on the chat channel? I believe that both Exute and Hiaya would say it's been surprisingly quiet on the chat channel. He seems to be... Plotting revenge? Revenge? I don't know. It seems like something he'd do, probably. What, what in the last 40 episodes worth of stuff, or what has it been, 20 recording sessions, makes you think that revenge is a thing that he'd want to do I, after you helped him achieve his goal? <laughs> I think secretly he's plotting revenge for something. Do you think Melvin sees enemies everywhere he goes? Well, does Melvin like to create his own problems? Because it seems like we just created our own problem, if that's what you think now. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing. Mm -mm, I solve problems. I told you you should have put Habonius in that bag of devouring. That's a problem solved right there. Instead, we have to keep asking him if he likes where he's at. Right now, we're asking about Chad, which we don't have. We didn't have to do, but here we are. Hey, I'm just Ender curious. fucking Wiggins over here is just. Chad is a mysterious fellow. We don't know. Uh, where he went. He didn't really talk to us much after the ceremony. Kind of, you know, 
disappeared. So we don't really know everything there is to know about Chad. And I'm just saying, if we don't know, best to be prepared for shit that, you know. We're helping. Just saying, if we don't know, he's probably going to murder us. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Probably. I'm just imagining Melvin, like, in the line at the grocery store, just, like, somebody steps up behind him to just be in line, and Melvin's like, get the fuck away from me! <laughs> <laughs> What's your intentions? Knives out, fucker! Are you planning revenge? Uh, well, I just need to get my three items. <laughs> no, so it's revenge. There's an express line over there. There's no reason for you to be right here. Are you planning revenge? I'm just... Melvin throws his, like, little basket of groceries on the ground. You've made an enemy today, friend. <laughs> Storms off out of the grocery store. I've read a few stories, you know, in my day. You just don't have a big plot element like a Chad and not bring the Chad back at some point. He's coming back. It's just a matter of time. Mark my words. He's <laughs> just saying this to the void. I like it. What if he comes back in campaign number two? Dun, dun, dun. Dun! I'm really just dropping the campaign two thing. I'm trying to get people excited and tantalized. I don't think people are listening to us for the D and D story though, so I probably don't even need to bother. Like, can one of us be Chad? Like, I'm gonna promise all of you, dear listeners, that we will continue to fart and make fart jokes and go off on tangents and sometimes play Dungeons and Dragons for another whole campaign. I don't promise that. Maybe Chad will be there. I promise not to fart for. The rest of this podcast. You're going to explode? Out of respect for the audience. <laughs> I won't fart anymore. When, when did that start? <laughs> ho, 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 VGAD fans. How is your life treating you this day? My hopes are that it is excellent beyond words. I'd like to remind all of you that tomorrow, the 7th of October, is when my guest appearance on Chaotic Goodness happens. It's going to be a real hoot, and I hope you all have a great time listening to it. Well, what else can I say? Can I say thank you to all of you for listening, subscribing, rating, reviewing, and donating to keep this thing alive? I can. Thank you. Thank all of you. It's been a real hoot, and, uh, you know, all of us are grateful to all of you out there. One last thing for this mid-roll. A little while back, I asked for some feedback about specific parts of the show. One thing we heard back was that the recap section was a little long, but it was nice to have. Since then, I've tightened it up, and I think it's an improvement. Since we're getting somewhat closer to wrapping up this campaign and starting a new one, it's a good time to hear from any of you, both now and in the future, if you have any other comments or suggestions. Our website is thevgat.com, and there's half a dozen different ways to contact us on there. You got Twitter, you got Facebook, you got the contact form, you got an email address. Okay, so there is precisely four ways. Oh wait, there's Reddit too, uh, though that seems to have fallen by the wayside for now. But also, there's MySpace, but that's also pretty much completely defunct. So, I was right the first time, but not right at the... I was, I was kind of right the first time, but not right... At the same time, you you get the point. TheVGAT.com, if you want to contact us, feel free to send us some suggestions. We're always open to hearing it. Okay, so that's, uh, that's all I got for you this week. Thanks again, and let's get back into the action.
let's go to the sunken city. Why is it sunken, by the way? No one knows exactly why the sunken city is, in fact, sunken. They only know that there is a large, nearly perfect for such a large geological figure, uh, there is about a five-mile diameter chunk of land that is just, it looks like, smashed into the ground about 300 feet. Like some giant alien presence with a big round foot just pushed the soil into the earth into the Maloto into the fucking I can't remember the name of the world I don't remember Andin? no Maloto 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 is the name okay just pushed the soil into the Maloto the Malotan earth Malotan fucking wow you said five miles pretty sure Maloto's on the metric system oh man they probably would be everything should be on the metric system really you ask me yeah three no make it what would that be five five miles would be nine kilometers I can't do that kind of math in my head I'm an American it's like is seven. that like 16 washers and dryers how many football fields is that it's about eight kilometers I was little, fucking little way closer than I thought I would be yeah but an eight kilometer hole yeah so you got yourself about an eight kilometer uh just you know, just, uh, like, I don't think there's a, a word for that sort of thing. It's an, like an anti-Mesa. Like a depression. A sinkhole. Sinkhole. Sinkholes just seem to go down to nowhere, though. That's scary. So, yeah. And, uh, and who knows how long that's been there or whatever, The as long as the gods even remember it, which is saying a lot. Like, was the city there and then it sunk? Or was this, like, a place that was sunken and then they built the city there? Uh, you know, probably a little column A, probably a little column B, um, where the temple that the chalice, you guys actually visited the lifeless temple of the chalice from this continent, it is underneath the sunken city. So... Are they friendly there? Like, we can just show up and they're going to be cool? Like, the entire city? I don't know, sure. I don't think they're going to be cool. You're going to waltz in and it's just like ticker tape parade right the fuck away? Like, whoa, I don't need them to throw us parade, but I mean, like, can we just show up and, like, we're not going to expect any trouble? Or? Do you think we'd be known there by, like, at our stature of um, popularity? There's a chance that some legend and rumor of the very good adventuring team has made it to the sunken city. But it's a civilized place, I guess. We can go there, shop, poop, eat, whatever we got to do. Mm-hmm. If you poop, you could probably poop there. I don't think they're exclusionary towards that. And, you know, it's, uh, it is sort of like not the capital because it's not as though this entire continent or even any real landmass around it is organized into such larger bodies, but it is a very central city, a dense trade hub. And, um, I think of it as like a large Mos Eisley, but you know, I mean, you're not necessarily going to get like mugged or robbed right on the street. You also won't get a ticker tape parade, but there's definitely a seedier and more criminal element to it. Are there laws against taking children? Maybe. Oh. Are they well enforced? Probably not. Gotcha. Think of it as fantasy Detroit in a hole. Fantasy Detroit. That's something you don't hear very often. No. All right, let's go. Are we leaving everybody here? Again. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel it's safe to go along, but everything has a reason now. We can kill anyone we want, really. I mean, it's all about the chaos thing, I suppose. So, um, 
when we get there, who knows what's really going to happen, guys. I mean, <laughs> people who, could die. Who knows what's right and wrong nowadays, right? Exactly, yeah, that's right. Anything I mean, goes. Yeah, that's right. Or is it wrong? I don't know. What color are your pants now? Still red, green as last time. Red, green? Are they red and green? Why are they no, red and green? No, they're not red and green. I think the last time I checked, they were gray. I, I thought they were gray. That's what I thought. We were up to about a 50% gray, if I recall. Mm-hmm, I think so, too. You haven't washed your pants in a while? Uh, I really haven't. No. Nope. Well, actually, what... Um, I was trying to think of my dragon outfit here. Did I get dragon pants? I don't think I did. I don't think you did. Nope. No, you got dragon cloak? Some uh, acid resistance, I believe, is what I gave you for that. The cloak, yeah. That is correct. Well, all right, fellas. You say tearful and heartfelt goodbyes to parents, to gods, to grace. You have yourselves a delightful little afternoon of peace and quiet before wandering back into adventuring time. And then Exute gets you all lined up and ready. And with a snap of her fingers teleports you to the bustling, beautiful, and dangerous city that is the Sunken City. Curse snap. Does she come with us, or does she just beam us there? She's just beaming you there because she's got a bunch of other shit to do. Like, the like ritual what? is what the upon you. What the fuck does she even do? Nobody knows. That's what everybody says about their boss. She's what? She shockers herself. <laughs> herself? <laughs> Not much of a shock, then, is it? <laughs> she has a god. She could run electricity through there. Oh, hey. Uh, true. That's weird. Getting a shocker from Thor. His eyes are all glowing. <laughs> Do we just lead him into the portable hole then, or what do we do? Whatever we need to do, I'm sure we'll have to kill him at some point. I think. I don't know if we want to kill him in the portable hole. Make a big candy house. Wait, 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 wait. When did we go to kill him? Yeah, what, we well, we're capturing a-, a kid for the goddess of death. You we have to use him for, I mean... Your point is? We learned a, lot, a long time ago that we need two kids to go into this island and go for this chalice. So I mean, I'm guessing we... We need have one. Well, I mean, if you think that, aren't you a little bit concerned that your daughter is going to be one of these two children? I figure one of them has to die. That's why I want a disposable Bavarian. <laughs> <laughs> Gustav? Yep. Oh, we must wrestle now for a trophy? Anywho. I don't know if that's too meta or not. All right. We're, uh... Okay. Are we looking for, like, the worst kid we can find then, or what? Yeah, probably. Well, we should don't, don't even have to worry about the kid right now. Focus on wizards and amulets. All right. Fair enough. Let's, uh... Go to the sunken city. Away we go. Away we go. Hey, Zert, can you get us there? Like, lickety-split? Lickety. Your hand kind of looks like the bat symbol right now, actually. Just gonna lie right there. Right there. My veins? Yeah. Looks like the bat symbol. It's all the cholesterol in my veins. Sweet, sweet cholesterol. Mmm. <laughs> And way we can get just a syringe in that and then put it into the ham. <laughs> and the I, I wonder whatever. if you could actually do that. Like, the nurse is, like, trying to get your blood and you're, like, squeezing the cholesterol out of your veins or something. Oh, I'll think, I, you I, know. I'll think that's how cholesterol works. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you what I know about veins. <laughs> <As a, laughs> uh, quick tangent. Like, uh, I was in Utah years ago. And uh, we were watching the Vikings game. And they have these uh, smoking commercials. Like, they use their smoking 
like lawsuit money for uh, like uh, anti-smoking commercials. And there's like uh, they got this vein out of a cadaver, and they did exactly what you. Uh, what you? No way, really. And, yep, squeezed all the plaque and. There's like, like tar in there, like. No, t- not tar. Just like a, like it's bad. Like. So like as a smoker, you um, what is it? Well, what was it? What is like, it? Plaque and just gunk in there. Like Sam, help me out here. What's in? What is that stuff? Wait, what's that? It'd be like cholest- It's plaque, cor- like cholesterol. If it's inside of your veins, like. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what cholesterol. It kind of just sticks to the inside of it, and so it's harder for the blood to go through. It just kind of was it yellow or what was it? It was like whitish. Ugh. It was nasty. But well, why is why a smoker? Like, do smokers? I know. Thinking back on it, I don't know why. I do know it was an anti-smoking commercial, and they held up a vein or artery and just ran their finger down it and squeezed all the shit out of there. Oh god, it was fucking nasty. And also, it was one of these states where you buy a pack of heaters. And it shows like a, all the pictures yeah. and stuff on there, like those French cigars you got me. Those <laughs> sort of like that. I mean, that would that would make sense if that's all right. Uh, we have diverged again. Yeah, yeah, you noticed. Yeah. Anyway, sunken city. Exude snaps her fingers per request and snaps you into the sunken city, which has no such magical protections as Periprio and all the rest of that fun stuff. Where I have to invent bizarre things to explain overpowered abilities. Uh-huh. We can do whatever we want. So at this point, can we contact them again? Contact this is who? Not, um, Exude and Hiaya oh, yeah. and everyone yeah, you, else. You got your Rocky Talkie. We have a Rocky Talkie and everything else works. Okay. It is a sending stone specifically, so you get a limit of 25 words per day. But, you know, I feel like you just got like a bunch of, like a pocket full of rocks now. And like, Oh, shit, which one was it? Which one goes to Exude? Your burner rock. Your burner <laughs> rock. <laughs> you know that's how they tra- track you, right? Put a burner rock in your You're going to smash the rock. Destroy oh. the evidence. Are you gonna, are you going to smash a burner rock? Take the sim rock out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is moving into some serious like Flintstones territory where everything is just rock. Hey, look, there's a car, but it's only powered by feet. <laughs> what are the wheels? Rocks. <laughs> Melvin Hard Rock. <laughs> that's that's going to be his stage name when he starts a band. Rasco. Oh, I already have a rock type thing in my name. Cobble. Stone Cobble, we'll say. True. <laughs> Stone cobble. <laughs> Rock cobble. That sounds way cooler. Colvic granite seed. All right, let's focus. Roscoe Rock cobble. We need some Adderall for when we do this. I don't know if it would make it better, but we can try. I'm all for drugs. Yay, drugs. Pro drugs. <laughs> we should break it up, smash it in the powder and stuff. I'm not going to talk about doing <laughs> felonies on a podcast. It's not my deal. Yeah. Oh, a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they talk about drugs are great. Yeah. I feel like there's a certain appeal to, like, I've done drugs. Also, I want to start a podcast. I think there's a pretty strong overlap in that Venn diagram. <laughs> I've done drugs. What? Podcast? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it's 100%, but that the center part of that diagram is is a pretty big... Like, how many how many podcasts are out there that are like, I didn't do drugs? Not a lot. There's your evidence. Anyway, so you guys have appeared in the Sunken City. The Sunken City is a weird mix. There's uh, very large buildings, very elaborate buildings here and there, but for the most part, it's a very, what's the right word, dilapidated city. You can tell that this city 
in some perhaps distant part of the past, or maybe not even that long ago, you can't really uh, figure it out from just walking around, but this place had a lot more people in it at some point. There are large stretches of the city that just don't even fucking have people in them, or at least nobody that's like coming out in the open about living there. Uh, Population seems to be centered around sort of some main thoroughfares that go from places at the edge of the uh, crater that it's in that like lower supplies and trade route, you know, enabling elevators. Man, I fucking cannot talk at all right now. It's a city and it's neat. (laughs) You're there. Most of the city is made of sort of yellowish sandstone. Um, Yeah, it's about three, four hundred feet down in this giant depression uh, in the middle of a sort of deserty area. It's hot, sun's beaten down, although there is quite a bit of shade given the canyon walls. It doesn't beat down on the city all day long. Uh, there's also like farmland and, you know, shit getting grown in here, which is a part of the reason why this city can actually sustain the number of people even that it has. But you don't have too much time to tour through all of that just yet because you have been zapped in through the magic of Exude to just outside of this wizard's uh, academy where you have been told that there is an amulet that you are here to fetch. A wizard academy, huh? Yeah. What, do you think you just get magic like Melvin? You gotta study. It's hard work. Does, uh... I would uh, look around and really feel out of my element. And I would actually look to Melvin and I would say, Melvin, do you recognize anything about this place being an academic wizard yourself? I ponder the question. I don't know. Oh, you're prompting me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) thought you were just like, (laughs) I ponder the question. Pondering. You definitely can feel the air of magic. You know, that's something that's always been kind of weird to me is like, you know, there's like the detect magic spell and things like that. But I feel like as a, as a magic-y kind of person, you can feel when there's other magic-y kind of things going on. I can feel the midichlorians. You get midichlorians. There's like a tingle in your, uh, in your cornhole. There's a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you can definitely feel the presence of magic-y things. So that in and of itself is familiar. You know, we've never really delved too much into, like, the 200 and, I think, 29 years at this point of Melvin's backstory and history, other than the more recent history of adopting Roscoe and turning his parents inside out and all the rest of that. Do you think, uh, do you think Melvin went to... Oh, no, we did. We did. Yeah, we, we did. did. A whole uh, couple of... Oh, did you forget about that fast? Well, okay, I guess you know. that was fun. That was like a fucking year and a half ago. It really was. A lot of shit to juggle. Yeah, you went to pig blisters. <laughs> you went to pig blisters. God, and, I can't uh, believe, How did I space out pig blisters? I think blisters? that was the only reason why I was asking if it was any connection to a pig blisters. And that's the only reason why I would ask Melvin, hey, Melvin, do you recognize this place? Well, that all just makes a whole lot of fucking sense now that the rest of us idiots have caught up to you. No, I'm real sorry no. for all that distraction. All right. <laughs> What's the name of this place? You know, I want you guys to name this place. Hog Johnson. <laughs> and that's what I get. <laughs> I'm not expecting. Hog Johnson. Or is it, is it one word? Hog. That's what I was thinking, one word, but it can't be that. Magic McMagic face? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> this it's is, the what, you, it's this the is what happens with a direct democracy. The, the people vote for dumb shit. Um, 
Hog Johnson's it is. I don't know. You guys got anything better? Hog Johnson's. I'll, I'll give you one last try. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was too. It was too impulsive to be wrong. How about Hog Leg? Hog Leg Academy. Hog what, leg? If, what if it was named after a guy named Leg Hog Johnson? <laughs> leg Hog. <laughs> leg Hog Johnson. Leg Hog Johnson. <clears throat> hog Johnson. Johnson. I'm going with that. That got a laugh. <laughs> Named after Leg Hog Johnson. I'm actually taking notes here. Hog Johnson's. Named after Leg Hog Johnson. Hog Johnson. <laughs> what What was Leg Hog Johnson famous for as a wizard? Uh, I would be... I don't know. I mean, I'm curious how this place became sunken in the first place. Maybe that's what he did. Did he sink the city? That happened before Leg Hog Johnson. Oh, okay, that was before Leg yeah, Hog Johnson. Yeah, this has been like time immemorable that the city has been like oh, okay. this. Pushed down by a titan's hang down. They were playing like planetary counter-strike and they teabagged one of their teammates. And The, the town is slightly mushroom-shaped. <laughs> Where do you live? In the dick print. <laughs> <laughs> they all live in the dick print. I'm kind of in the Fuck, I don't, there's a there's a medical term for the little piece of flesh in the tip of your penis that makes your pee spiral. And it would have been way better if I could have made that just pee busted spirals? That. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it stays together in a cohesive stream rather than like a <laughs> really? <laughs> rather than a misting element. <laughs> that's just blowing raspberries. <laughs> 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 No, I can't remember where I read that from, but yeah, there is like a there's a, a tiny little piece of flesh. Like hot Justin, major dick dot blow raspberries. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you should know. It's no, a, um, it, it's your your penis is slightly rifled. I standing. I I, I mean, I'm kind of curious what it is. I mean, I've had a penis for like many many years, and I don't know. <laughs> I thought I knew all the parts, and now I don't. Are they all unique? Like, can they do ballistics on your piss? <laughs> spray pattern <laughs> you'd have to have a, uh-huh. you'd have to have some kind of like registry for that and that's getting into some dangerous yeah. territory the big pizza struck again you see that re- you see that uh, residue right there mm-hmm. that's all his chamber <laughs> right there <laughs> the nazis made you register your piss look where that got him <laughs> oh. well it'd be like uh fucking wasn't that dexter's thing the blood splatter expert yeah. you have a pea splatter expert <laughs> anyway Leg Hog Johnson, famous wizard, grand arch wizard mage whatever of distant past. What what contribution did Leg Hog Johnson make to the world of magic that got this whole university named after them? This whole university. Well, let's see. Well, I feel like he's like the first one who broke off a tree branch. He's like, you know what? I can shoot magic out of this. He made the first wand. Mm. Or did he shoot magic out of his... Hog Johnson. His Hog Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> the first one to make a wand out of a Hog Johnson. Like Hog Johnson sounds like a hillbilly name from like <laughs> an old west town. Yep. <laughs> he's a miner. Foghorn Leg Johnson. He's a, no, he's not a miner. He's a, he's a panner. Yeah, he's prospecting. Leg Hog Johnson panning for gold. 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 Leg Hog Johnson, inventor of the wand. I'm into that. All right, I'm going to scoot you guys onto a new map that I found on the internets. A great thank you to. Oh shit, I didn't get the name. 
Whoever made the the Lost Academy map out on the internet, I'm sorry, I can't think of your name. I feel like an ass, because it's a great map. The three of you stand in the doorway. It's a fairly plain, or rather entryway, front foyer. It's a rather plain area. You can see into a very large assembly hall that's straight ahead of you. Think the dining hall at Hogwarts, but maybe not quite that large. To That's to the east of you. To the south of you, it looks like there's a delightful little sort of hedge mazy garden thing that's going on. Uh, the chamber that you're in is not terribly ornate. It's just an entryway. A couple potted plants in the corner. Little trees. You know, I figure it's like those little trees with the real spindly trunk and then a little ball, ball of uh, foliage at the top. And there you stand. No one seems to care that you're standing in their lobby so far. As we look around, how are these people dressed? There are no people that you can see yet. There are no people. Okay. Well, there will be some people. I don't want to give you the impression the place is deserted. Oh, I you thought, just you, said, I thought you said that nobody noticed that care that we were there. Penetrate. Uh, no one has come to you yet? You haven't been greeted, is what I should have said. That's a little more clear. It's not as though you have been seen and ignored. You haven't seen any people at all. Roscoe has something to say. Ooh, Roscoe turns on the penetrating ring. And uh, let's see here. How far can you see? I think you could definitely see that to the south of you, there are two individuals who are sitting in the garden having a little conversation. Uh, you peer through several other walls. You can see to the north of you what looks like a sort of a storage room. To the southeast, you can see... Um, yeah, you can see uh, there's a classroom. There's a handful of students. I think that's about as far as your visual range would get you with the penetrating ring. Malvin at Air Wizard Academy, how would you have reacted to a couple of strangers come strolling through? Would you have been hostile? No, not really. So we could probably go up and talk to these douchewads? Yeah, probably. Should we go talk to them? Yeah, let's go talk to the douchewads. Douchewads are talking to. Do you want to talk to the douchewads in the garden or in the classroom? Garden. Garden. Let's scoot you down to these douchewads. Hello, douchewads. Hey, to inter- interrupt book-, book learning in a classroom. <laughs> Kick in the door. You nerds doing some book learning? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. You come around the very, uh, very lovely hedge row and find uh, two wizardly looking types hanging out by the uh, the gardens and uh, as you come around the corner they give somewhat of a confused glance in your direction a little bit of a bowing head nod and then go back to their conversation do we know what that aside as an aside uh, did Exude tell us what this amulet is called did it have any special name or anything else did I give you a name I don't believe so all I know is we were supposed to get an amulet from some nerd I mean, what's it? I'm going to feel like a real dumbass if I gave you guys a name last time and I forget about it. I believe she just described it to you as a jade amulet. Fairly small. I probably fucking described it and then I just forgot to write down what the hell it was. Kind of a terrible DM. I remember, I remember jade. That's a, I don't remember any fancy name for it. I don't remember my name for it either. Give me a name for it. Let's fucking be participatory tonight. I'm trying to keep you guys engaged. 
This is well. Give us a hit. This is uh the jade turtle. Was it owned by Leg? A turtle. Some Leg Hog, Hog Johnson? Johnson. How could you forget Leg Hog Johnson, inventor of the wand? I was getting a little tongue, tongue tied. So is here. it like a lucky rabbit's foot, but it's a lucky jaded hog leg? <laughs> but an actual. It's in the shape of a hog leg. Yeah. <laughs> an actual hog's leg, though. You... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not a, a crank. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not say penis the whole time. <laughs> You mean a ding dang? <laughs> a wing wing. A wong diddly. <laughs> uh a horn. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Alright. Uh I am going to say that it does not look like a hog leg. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. It it does. It looks like a hog leg. <laughs> no, it you looks... got if if it needs to be better than a hog leg. No, fuck it, man. I mean, why why not? Why not make it a hog? But it's an actual leg of a hog, not a hog leg. It looks like the leg of a hog, and it is in jade. It's about four inches or so. It's not really like decorated. There's no you know gold filigree or anything fancy on it. But it did belong to Leg Hog Johnson. It. Did belong to Leg Hog Johnson, although from what you've heard from Exude, it significantly predates Leg Hog Johnson. Oh. So why it's in the shape of a hog leg, no one really knows. It just happened to be a lucky coincidence. All right. Well, we know what they asked for now. It's pretty. Sounds pretty unmistakable. Hey, fellas, how's it going? Uh, hey. What? You, hello. You uh, you fellas are wizards, huh? Oh, more like mages, but yeah. Mages? What's the difference? Uh, you kind of grow into wizard as a title. There's there's a hierarchy. Hmm. How old are you guys? How old are these guys? Uh, they're going to give you their names first, by the way. Uh, these two are Stuart and Elric. Stuart. 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 Uh, Stuart and Elric are 22 and 24. Oh, just young fellas. Couple of skinny what are racist? I'm sorry, what did you just say? They're racist. I thought you were just like, oh, they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> are the elves humans? Or? <laughs> what the? Roll uh, for which race they're racist against. <laughs> <laughs> do they hate half-elves? Stuart the elf that hates elves. elves. That's pretty much what elves do. They Don't they get like a certain monster class that they just hate and they get advantage over? Uh, that would be for rangers. For rangers, rangers get yeah. a, a thing rangers that they get just- to... Pick monster. out some monsters they hate. Monster racist. Oh, little lid. I gain racism. All right. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Uh, I have that manual of quickness that I bought. Yeah, did you ever read that? Yes, I did. How long does it take to read? It's like... Episode 105, Kolvik Shook, was released on October 6, 2019. We shall not fail you. Next week, there will be more... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Suck a dick, that tree worked really hard on that apple. <laughs>
Yeah. Apple just pops into existence. Uh, whoop. <laughs> it inflates like a balloon. 